0: Welcome back to Sex and Violence, the punk rock movie podcast. We watch all sorts of fun little movies that have boobs, uh, maybe some blood, guts. Boobs. Yeah, boob. there was, this, there was this, a lot of boobs this in this one. This was a boob movie. <laughs> I am your host, Ryan Snyder. Welcome to my co-host.
1: Hello, Ryan. I'm Gabriel Mara. Hello, listeners. How are you this fine day? That jangling is my jacket I'm taking off.
0: Yeah, these damn mics—they pick up everything, dude. Just yeah, be no, careful. Isn't it magical? The only thing they don't pick up are your thoughts.
1: That's true. Well, I don't know. I tend to speak my thoughts. So like what I'll do often is that I'll be look I'll go from your eyes to the microphone and my eyes have trouble focusing because of the weird angle of my cylindrical microphone. It looks kind of like an optical illusion. Ooh, a big medley head of a penis looking right at my mouth.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right for this podcast.
1: Sounds about, you know, like yeah. my usual Friday
0: night Oh, very nice. Yeah! yeah. Woo! Uh, so, yeah, this week we watched uh, The Haunted World of El Though It's from 2009. It was, uh, not surprisingly, of course, I'm sure you'll say, a direct-to-DVD release.
1: Ah! Oh, um, uh, I looked it up a little bit. There was maybe a few the um, theatrical releases for it.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I think, internationally it was out, but there was probably I see, I a couple, see. like, independent theaters that picked it up, like, for a weekend or something.
1: Directed DVD, not necessarily always a bad thing.
0: No, not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that's kind of our wheelhouse. Yeah. Is that and of... Beyond, Return of the Joker, straight to DVD. Yeah, it's still awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah, I subjected you to this. This is a movie that I came across in my youth. Uh, my friends kind of introduced it to me like around Halloween. That's like one of our favorite holidays because we get to watch all of our awesome, violent movies, sure. slasher flicks and things. Every
1: day can be Halloween if you want, Ryan. It
0: can, but the ambiance of the... Of the, I see. the weather around this area in October is just so uh, conducive to such horror films. I realize now, after you know years of watching like really good films. Yes. I mean, again, your taste is subjective. True. But I haven't seen this in a year or 2 Mm-hmm. So coming back to it, I was like, eh, this is a little rougher than I thought it was originally." I think it's it still, it, it's still it also depends
1: uh, on the audience you're seeing it yeah. with, and um, I, it I wouldn't say that my silence was frosty, but it was definitely. Um, the most I gave this movie was some smirks, yeah. maybe a chuckle now I again. heard
0: two chuckles out of you, mm-hmm. and that was that was. That about was mainly
1: it. because uh, as of Otto the monkey, which I feel like was just my character in the whole movie.
0: Yeah, just convinced that everyone around him is stupid and just mm-hmm. you're so highbrow.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not proud of myself for that, but That's you fine. know, it's, it's it's who I am. I'm
0: yeah. a screw in its head. So, I'm going to flip the tables on you. You want to give me a, a patented little rundown? Give sure. me a quick synopsis. The Sex and Violence Rundown of the Haunted World of El Superbisto? Yeah, go for it.
1: So, the Haunted World of El Superbisto is about a superhero, ostensibly, who is mainly a, you know, a chauvinistic luchador, man in a wrestling mask, who supposedly fights monsters, and is mainly a showboat, like, superstar kind of celebrity guy, and, uh, how the evil Dr. Satan is trying to find his bride, and it turns out to be a foul mouthed stripper. And at the same time, Super Beast's sister is a one eyed super agent who actually does all the superheroing and her horny robot, and uh, they fight Hitler. Um, a lot of stuff happens, none of it consequential.
0: See, just like that—that that should be a sell for anybody. <laughs> like uh, this kind of uh, loser superhero, his uh, hot one-eyed sister, and her horny robot, and uh, who happened to fight Sa- uh, Hitler. I'm sorry. Well, and Satan. The, and Satan. Yeah, but you, you weren't were wrong, Doctor Satan. But yeah, that's it's such a, a cool premise on paper, and it's mm-hmm. so like flashy, comic booky.
1: No, I think that like I, I here's a comic book. This makes perfect sense as a comic book. I can completely see that, and I think that maybe I think clearly the whole thing was trying to uh, was trying to recapture like classic Looney Tunes and Droopy, that kind of Tex Avery stuff, and that makes a lot of sense. But even those things work best as ten minute stories. Trying to make a seventy seven minute story out of it gets exhausting.
0: Okay, so you're exhausted by it.
1: Yeah, I was just kind of like I get it, it's. I always bring back this reference because I find it really suitable. It reminded me of a Girls Gone Wild video that we're we're, we're millennial men. We've watched the Girls Gone Wild videos, of course. That um, you, you get it from the commercial. You get what Girls Gone Wild are about, and at some point you, you get it. It's just breasts. It's it, yeah.
0: It's it's tits. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: it becomes anatomical and a bit like tired. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's it's boobs. I've seen boobs I'm, I'm a grown ass man I've, I've felt several boobs In my time Perhaps mm-hmm. an odd number of them But it was just this was just boobs
0: Yeah Do you think this You would have liked it better If uh, I were to like Pull out like El Superbisto comic books and give yes.
1: them to you. Yeah. Um, so, so I'll I'll tell you what my vibe is from this movie. My my overall I was trying to pit like I, I would zone out and I tried to pinpoint what my mindset on this movie was and I basically narrowed it down to it's what I don't like about Archer and it's what I don't like about Grand Theft Auto V. It's that at some point I have to like my protagonist. That
0: okay.
1: Even when they're be when there's a secret secondary protagonist like they are in this movie, the real hero is Susie. And just like in our favorite movie of all time, Big Trouble Little China, yes. the, pro- the protagonist is more a personality who is in the forefront, whereas someone else does all the work, and that can be funny and charming. But with this, um, I just, I don't get why I'm following El Superbisto. Every time he's on, on on screen, I'm like, I don't like you. I think you're boring and not funny. You are my least favorite. A lot of the other characters I really enjoyed, actually. Like... Nearly any joke made by any other character but Super Bisto I got really into. But this character, it's it's what I don't like about Archer. It's that I don't think Archer's funny. I think that the characters are mean and unpleasant, and there's no comeuppance. And it's not like you're telling me a story about the unfairness of life. That's the kind of movie I can get behind, where your protagonist is a horrible human being, and they get their comeuppance at the end. In this movie, the climax is, Ha ha, you fucking nerd, that's what you get. And I'm like...
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh, that is kind of a yeah. A it's it's not. Nice I don't. Ending.
1: Yeah, and I don't. I don't mind nice. and not nice endings. I love unhappy endings. We can talk about La La Land all day long, but uh, I just it's it's not. I don't find it funny. I don't find it charming. Like you, we watch the old Droopy and Wolf cartoons. Clear, clear line here. Clear obvious influence. And the wolf is never the protagonist. The wolf always gets smacked down. You have a sidelong character. The bizarre stoic who notes, who just is detached from everything, who comments on everything and how he always wins, and the weird loudmouth guy. This would be if Johnny Bravo actually succeeded. And that's not fun or funny. That's not very charming, I don't feel. It's just that you're gross and not funny and unpleasant, and I don't like you and I don't know why I'm following you. Hmm. Like, you know, you watch the old Johnny Bravo cartoons. What's funny about Johnny Bravo is that. He never gets what he wants because he's a shitty guy. That he always gets his comeuppance. His ego
0: is always broken. His ego
1: is always broken, and that's entertaining. If Super Bisto was the butt of these jokes, I would be really into this thing. But this movie seems really preoccupied with letting you know that Super Bisto is the awesomest guy of all time, period. But he sucks. And I don't like him.
0: See, I agree. I think as a protagonist, he does pretty much blow
1: yeah <laughs> now that you, now you
0: bring it up i would like to i think it would be better if it was a little bit of that johnny bravo like smacking down deflating the ego every yeah. now if and if he never got
1: laid ever that would yeah. be funny that would make a lot of sense that would be hilarious
0: but i think like in a weird way they're trying to like kind of like like there's comments that characters make throughout this like they call him a fucking has-been and then he's yeah. on tv with his commercial and it's like a shitty like shampoo commercial mm-hmm. so i think he has his own like Self inflated, like, view of who he is, mm-hmm. and all the characters around him realize what a blowhard he is. Yeah, but you're right, I think the movie needs to treat him a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. If, if the movie treated him the same way, like, the characters around him treated him, yeah, it would probably be a much better film.
1: It, it reminded me of Freakazoid. Did you ever watch Freakazoid growing up? <sighs>
0: That sounds really familiar to me.
1: Yeah, it was the it was one of the last things that uh, like the Amblin or cartoon people ever did, like after Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. This felt like Rob Zombie didn't get what's funny about Animaniacs, or not what's not what's funny about Johnny Bravo, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's that you make you take classic animation and you add something slightly cheeky about it, and it becomes very funny and weird. Um, this is like as offensive a comment as I'll make on the show about this movie it reminded me of Big Bang Theory is that just because you make a reference doesn't mean it's a joke
0: I'm gonna go a step further Fuck Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I said it.
1: I I, re- I hate the Big Bang Theory. I'll yeah. go straight up and say it to everyone. I'm gonna
0: world. agree with that comment too. Just because you make a reference like, "Oh, look at him. He's wearing a Batman T-shirt," and you have this Sheldon character like, it's just like living in Gotham City, and then laugh track, and you're like, oh.
1: <laughs> that's not a joke. You didn't everything say anything I see funny. right now,
0: everything that's on screen, please yeah. die.
1: Yeah, it's. Hang. It's a fine line between hanging a lampshade and actually making a funny joke. That like watching this movie made me really miss Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm.
0: you a Venture Brothers guy. I never watched. That. I keep getting it recommended. So.
1: Yeah, you would love Venture Brothers. Okay. Venture Brothers is everything this this show could be and should be. It's that. It takes all these ridiculous premises of like fantastical 60s villains and monsters and creations and evil scientists and it puts a sheen of reality to it. And even when it's being titillating, it's being funny and sad and dark. That show that never makes a reference for reference's sake. They make a reference and it's odd and it captures your attention and it's confusing and it's pleasant. And it works. And it works. Okay. Then let me see what else what else on my iPhone list of notes makes me angry. Oh, uh, my, I, I mentioned Grand Theft Auto 5 that was yeah. another thing I mentioned um, I'm a big Grand Theft Auto fan are you Are you a fan of the games? Casually Casually? Yeah um, I like 4 I like every all of them up to 5 and I've been playing 5 5 has a lot of wonderful elements to it but 5 does this thing that my guess is that um, like Rob Zombie does with these people that the people who made Grand Theft Auto 5 hate everyone in L.A. That game is yeah. just a big fuck you to everyone and everything in L.A. Because everyone is unpleasant, everyone is mean, people aren't superficial. funny. Superficial. Superficial, and they scream, like, I think the word bitch is hilarious. I love using that word, but I will rarely use it to describe a woman, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. If so, I'll call, I'll more likely call a woman who I think is being unpleasant, I'd call her a dick, because I think that's more appropriate, and I'm not directly attacking her gender. And I'm not a social justice guy at all, I hate that fucking kind of thing, but this movie made me kind of like, ugh, yep, yep, get on that cock, you dumb bitch. Ha
0: ha 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 ha. Yeah. I get it. I think in the same way they're playing Susie for, like, a, a caricature, like, I think she comes across more as, like, a outlandishly cartoony, gender-switched, Like Bond type.
1: I I get it. I just don't think they did a good job. I just don't think she was funny. That um, uh, there was there was moments. I felt that, uh, you never make the first joke that you like. If you're if you're writing comedy, you make the fifth or sixth joke because everyone makes the first five. And I was able to guess seventy percent of the punchlines in this thing because I'm like, yeah, it's all easy. Yeah. Oh, and like, oh man. The one thing that maybe like I really, really maybe this is a thing of two thousand nine, but I really, really hated what Rosario Dawson did in this. That I'm like, ha! She's an angry. Is she supposed to be black? Is she shouting? She's pretending to be an angry hood black woman. Yeah. Ooh, not not funny.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not
1: even. I'm not even offended. It's just not funny. It's not a good joke. It's a very, very, very old joke. That's not funny. Okay.
0: I can understand it. Like I said, I got a soft spot for this Mm -hmm. just because I saw it in my youth. As soon as I, like I saw it on my shelf Uh and like an hour after you left after we recorded (laughs) the last time. I just took a picture of it and I sent it to you and like right away you were like, Yeah, that's fine. And I was like, Oh, I expected you to fight me.
1: I didn't know anything about it. I really yeah. didn't. I just knew it was supposed to be this fun, silly thing. And it's To be fair though, it does fit the format of the show. There is oh, sex, yeah. there
0: is violence. No there argument is... there. Yeah, it's just I think the comedy in it mm-hmm. is what falls flat. Yeah,
1: I I really liked hard and firm songs in it. Yeah, like, those are really good. Like I really liked the so basically any scene about Otto and Dr. Satan, I was really behind. Like the, the only real laughs this movie garnered from me was from those characters because I really enjoyed that dynamic and I love Tom Kenny and I love Paul Giamatti and I felt that if it was just about them I probably would have really enjoyed this movie. Okay. I think that they fixated on this weird super masculine ugly stereotype and then glorified him in a way that I found completely unfunny and mm-hmm. there was no payoff to it and it just didn't work for me. Okay. Ryan, if I... If, so pretend I hadn't seen it yet. What what do you love about this besides the nostalgia factor, or is it just nostalgia factor?
0: Sell me this movie. I, I just like how weird it is because mm. like it's it's got monsters, robots, titties. A, uh-huh. Uh What's the uh, the word? Luchador. Luchador. L- yeah, luchador like superhero. His adopted sister, or he's adopted. She's yeah. He was the one who got yes. left on the uh this the door. The stoop. Left upon a darkened door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole song. It's great. I uh, I just I think it's so weird and. Like off the wall that anyone who's never seen it, like I'm always like, you have to watch it at least once. It's Mm -hmm. it's so weird, it's so fucking bizarre, it's a lot of fun. It I don't really think it takes itself too seriously. It
1: really doesn't. That's the saving grace of it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not caught up in its own head. It's it's
1: not even offensive at all. Like it's it's like depictions. I don't I don't find it offensive. I just found that like
0: not funny. It's
1: not funny. Yeah. Like if this was a guy at a bar, I'd be like. Yep, that sure is guy. You,
0: you making the first joke, yep, first you're, pass on yeah, everything. You're just, just... I, I really do think that's a testament to like Rob Zombie being more of like a, a horror movie director mm-hmm. and then him trying to come in and do like... Like I'm sure something works on the page, but having it work like on yeah. the screen is a little bit. As a
1: comic, I bet this thing different. is top notch because yeah. like you can just flip through it and really enjoy the visuals. This is a very pretty and well animated movie. I really enjoyed the way it looked and everything. I liked a lot of the ideas. I just didn't like, like that the execution. I didn't like the execution. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it it's ways Venture Brothers could have gone wrong. Okay, and I'm just like yeah. Oh, it it just felt like a bunch of bunch of dudes thinking. Wouldn't it be funny if
0: yeah, I, I feel like this was like one of those like stone drunken conversations mm-hmm. that was like, what if we made our own version of Scooby Doo? Yeah. And that's that could like be this, funny. this is where it came out. I'm <laughs> a huge Scooby Doo fan, and mm-hmm. this kind of has like pieces of that you know you have people solving a mystery that kind yeah. of thing and you at the end you got to defeat the big villain mm-hmm. And they don't kill the villain no they beat the he, shit out of him. yeah
1: well they don't even really do he just kind of smacks him around a bit it's ma- the climax of the movie is a musical number about a lesbian fist or not lesbian the, a yeah. cat fight and i'm like sure I-, I greeted nearly everything this movie with a sure
0: yeah like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not offensive. It's I wasn't just, it's... angry at it or anything. Yeah. I was just
1: like, okay. I don't I don't want I don't really need to spend any more time with this movie. That's fair enough. If really if it was a series of ten minute shorts, I think I would have really enjoyed it. Like if was there was just... a DVD collection of ten minute silly like cartoons, I'd be like, Oh, this is hilarious, Super though. It's about this, this this asshole Luchador and his lady friend who's like does all the work and he just makes gross comments.
0: I'm thinking it might have worked better as like um Like, remember the the last, uh, well, it's not what they they count them as, the seven, was it season six or seven for Futurama, Hmm. where they had like three episodes that were half hour and they all connected, made the one story, Beast with a Billion Backs. Oh, yeah, 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 the movie. I think it might have worked. Better like that. Mm-hmm. You have three half-hour like yeah. stories that are that comprise oh, yeah. a movie. Yeah, it's your, OVA your, your, style. You're opening your, your middle and your end act. I there. think that would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. And maybe put some constraints on Rob Zombie, like, hey, this is going on TV, so you can't just rely <laughs> on like this girl like showing her yeah, tits every Yeah, that would have
1: I would have really liked it if they had they had fixated on cleavage rather than pulling out nippies every time. That I'm like, it's not. It's just not that funny, Rob.
0: Yeah, sometimes taking the chains off is mm-hmm. not a good idea. Yeah. I think you have for some things and for some directors and writers you have to have parameters like this is what you can do mm-hmm. this is what you can't do i'm all about like artistic freedom and everything sure. But sure, sure. sometimes when you're forced to work within those confines it's gonna to get, be more creative yeah you gotta think outside the box that mm-hmm. kind of stuff but all said and done i'm still a fan it's of this still, movie it's still
1: a baby of yours yeah
0: it's it's still one of my little soft spot mm-hmm. ones i don't even think it'll crap crack like a top 100 for me uh-huh. it's just a nice weird little silly movie i like to pull out once uh
1: i'm sure that if I, was, if I was was really high and someone was like dude i have this movie i'd be like yeah why not pop it in yeah i just get really really stoned and just enjoy it for what it is you know that i, I come at movies if like a, a fine-tooth comb and a microscope that uh i'm much innocent on what we just saw i went to go see uh the last fast and the furious movie last night mm-hmm. and a dear friend of mine uh steve Steve is um, a polar opposite of me in a lot of ways that he is very he's a science guy he studies engineering he's very masculine and he loves I, I, I can't put a finger on what it is that Steve loves I don't really understand I think that he is his taste in music is I think abhorrent and he knows that I hate his taste in music I think it's just terrible just,
0: just fucking terrible what kind of music is it that's so bad
1: um, what's that okay so again I'm a huge hipster snob bag but he's like dudes 21 pilots best band of all time and Ugh. I'm like Steve, no, I'm really sorry. I don't mean to be a dick, but that band fucking sucks, and I hate them. That, like, I know that I'm the kind of guy, I listen to Patsy Cline records in my free time. I drive listening to Brian Ferry's classic hits. But, ugh. Don't don't tell me you think they're great. I can't
0: get behind 21 Pilots Mm -mm.
1: either. And he's like, hey man, that song from Suicide Squad? So good. I'm like, oh, and then he uh, he had. I drive
0: th- around and my lady puts yeah. that on in the car. Like, oh, this song, uh, what is it, Heathens or something? Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Mm,
1: boy, no, thank you. are
0: driving, put on nearly any rest.
1: other song from that movie because it's just gonna be a song that plays it in like the local classic rock station, and it's yeah. fine. But he like he stepped out of um, Fast and the Furious 9, eight? Eight. 8, Sorry, and he was like, oh, that was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, Steve, you don't understand. Do you know how difficult it is to make these movies and to make them as charming as they are? Every single character in these movies is likable. You remember their face, they have a moment to shine, you care about the stakes. And even if it's a lot of nonsense, and it's all nonsense, the grace and aplomb and wit and character and tension are all wonderful. There isn't a character in a single Fast and the Furious 4 through 8 I I dislike, because they're all fun. And even when it's being stupid, it's being charming and funny and you care. And I like I wish I could explain in words why this is great, but he's just not the kind of guy who'd be like, oh yeah, whatever.
0: No, just very viewing it on the, on the surface level. level. Yeah. That
1: if you if you come if you look at this very, very closely, it's brilliant. It's genius. It's a reason why they make a billion billion dollars. There's a reason why Transformers films make a billion dollars. And I personally don't care for those movies.
0: I don't care for Transformers.
1: Meaning, I just don't
0: get it. Like I They're watched the last one, the the three hour long uh, advertising mm-hmm. movie. Uh, what was it? That was the first one with uh, Dinobots. Mark.
1: Dinobots. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I real. I have. I have never cared.
0: Yeah, I I completely forget, but
1: yeah. Did I tell you my story about when I saw how I saw Transformers three? No. Oh um so. do tell. Uh. I was having a really bad night at my workplace, and um, I think an ex-girlfriend had called me and just really threw a wrench into my brain. And so uh, my friends who were like, ooh, Gabe's in a bad way, he was screaming and smashing his head against the table on the phone, so we should make sure he doesn't go home alone. So my buddy takes me to his house in Queens, and I'm just sitting there kind of miserable, I'm plastered, obviously, everyone, and he puts on Transformers, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Transformers, whatever. He's like, hey, it'll be fine." So I start watching it, and it's like 5 a.m. And uh, Child Buff is doing his fucking thing with Rosie Huntington and Whiteley. They meet Patrick Dempsey, and I'm like, hey, there's, that's McDreamy. That's cool, he's some kind of sleazy dude, but they're at a car shop, they're fine, whatever. And I fall immediately to sleep. I wake up hours later, and the first thing I see is McDreamy having a ridiculous fist fight of Shia LaBeouf atop a pile of rubble and our robots are fighting across the city and is like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, Shia LaBeouf! And I'm like, wait, what? Something must have happened in these two hours that maybe I should check out. But I didn't, so fuck it.
0: Uh, conspiracy theories, that's about it. Really, that's it? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I'm Anyone who's glad. seen it, yeah, like, it, conspiracy theories, that's what happens. Really? Yeah, because Patrick Dempsey's like father worked for, like, NASA in the 60s, and they were teaming up with the Decepticons.
1: It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. News. It's it's news. stupid.
0: And they get, uh, Shia LaBeouf gets a uh, a watch that's a Decepticon that hurts him if he's uh, trying to tell information to Optimus Prime.
1: That's dumb. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I think that's dumb. Maybe maybe it's good. I don't know. Haven't seen it. Don't care. And uh, I watched the first one. Didn't care. But Fast and the Furious movies, th- I, I love those
0: characters. I didn't like the last one. In, like, 7? No,
1: I, I... 7 was a step back from 6. I think 6 is, like, the pinnacle of the series.
0: I think everyone was, like, too sad-faced. Too about. caught up about... Yeah, Paul Walker. Yeah. And, like... R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Like, I, he was a really good part of all those movies. Like, mm-hmm. very enjoyable in his role. Um, But then when you got to 7, like, the end, like, that end was just really, like, tacked on to me.
1: Yeah, it was... And it like, was
0: I guess there's... There's only so many ways you can... Gracefully handle a friend, coworker, and actor's death mm-hmm. and departure from a series, but to me, it was just a little.
1: I think they did the best they could. I guess, and I, I can, I can see a lot of ways that could have gone worse. Yeah, it was fine. It's just it that is,
0: song that they yeah. wrote for them. I, see you
1: again. <laughs> Here's me in a yeah, yeah. Funny stuff. Back to Super Bisto though.
0: Yeah, Bisto. Um, I think like I had a point. I
1: was coming to around with that.
0: Um, somewhere.
1: Something about. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. But yeah. liking character. Oh, it was about, Sweet Steve, disagreeing, uh, not feeling it, I don't remember.
0: Yeah, tangents. That's,
1: uh, <laughs> Sex and Violent Tangents, everyone. I like them. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Like, no, I would, like, if you, do you have the comics for this? i be very curious to check them out. I don't. Uh, I, can I see them reading my like, little to T-O them, Bibles.
0: And I haven't seen them, but uh, I'll try and get, like, a trade or something, mm-hmm. if I can, I'll just... You know, search around for yeah, single could, issues. good. Good page through. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested because it could be more fun. Yeah. I could see it being a lot more fun on paper.
1: Like, I I kind of wish that the whole time in the movie there was a droopy dog character that. That like, was the elevator guy. The elevator guy, or the cat in his crotch. Give the cat more to do. Just just something. Yeah. I just felt that if if I, like I, I'm I'm sensitive to these things in the sense that, I, I hate cringe comedy because I feel that my my. My feeling for the character becomes so unbearable I can't do it. It's like The Office or something. Okay. But the point of those things is that those characters are being obnoxious and they don't know it. And they always get some degree of comeuppance. If not comeuppance, they get a humbling moment that makes you understand the character. This was just a lot of loud stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bisto is kind of like just a a loud jock.
1: Mm -hmm. He's a loud jock who shouts things. And if they were trying to be uh, satirical at all, it didn't land. If they were trying to be funny, it didn't work for me.
0: I think they were trying to be satirical, but you're right. It doesn't really land. It just it, it mm-hmm. does make Bisto come off as just an unlikable protagonist. But it, yeah. he's dorky, and I think that's what the movie is trying to say. Like, if you that. mean
1: the literal term dorky is, and he's a big whale penis, nailed it. Good job. He is okay. kind of a whale penis.
0: <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, we'll start slip top some <laughs> other time for you. <laughs> Nah, he is such a dork. I mean, it's at the end, too. Like, what's the last thing he does? Oh, I heard you have a new project going on. Yep, I'm the new singer of Loverboy. And that's so dorky and nerdy to me. Like, you want to pick an 80s band Mm -hmm. that, like, encapsulates, like, you being such a dork? Loverboy.
1: Yeah, no, I. I, There were a lot of elements in this I found enjoyable. It was just that one big thing. It's like, I don't watch. I couldn't watch Rugrats because I hated Angelica, and I couldn't watch Rocket Power because I hate Otto. Is that the kid?
0: I don't know, I hated Rocket Power Yeah,
1: I didn't get it And also I just hated that fucking little kid Just being like, I'm the coolest kid I'm around, my name is Otto And yeah. every every conflict in that show was about how Otto is being a, a selfish asshole And I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to spend any time with you
0: Yeah There wasn't a lot of really awesome, awesome shows from youth that I can really get behind
1: Are you the guy who hates Doug?
0: I, I don't really have a feeling on Doug I, I didn't watch it, but I don't I
1: mm. know someone you. who hates Doug, it might be our coworker Neil Someone I know hates Doug.
0: That would sound about right for his uh, personality. Yeah. He hates things that are happy.
1: <laughs> well, like, Doug was kind of sad. It was kind of a wishy-washy show about a guy being oh, wishy-washy. Wistful. wistful show. Wistful, sensitive boy.
0: Yeah. I was, uh, going back to what I said before, I grew up watching, like, 70s cartoons, because mm-hmm. that's when my parents were like, you should watch Hanna-Barbera stuff. I was like, oh, damn. I, and I watched I a lot tell of Scooby-Doo. can't how
1: much you'll love Venture Brothers. Okay. It really, every season gets better and better and smarter and tighter.
0: One of my closest friends is a huge Venture Brothers fan, and he's been trying to get me to watch it for probably like five years now Mm -hmm. so if i start then he'll leave me alone (laughs) i have a tattoo from it do you i do Which which one's your venture brothers
1: uh which arm is it i don't remember this one, Gabriel taking off his shirt. Oh, nice! It's the logo. It's a skull. I've been meaning to add to it, like make, like add, like patterns to it to make it look like, a,
0: like a they had the dead skull or something. You took it up to Prime Real Estate that high up in the arm.
1: Yeah, no, this was one of my very first ones, and I, I kind of regret putting it there. And I should have put it like on a rib or something. Yeah. But you know, I've always um, put great like a. Uh, weight on being able to adapt your tattoos. That's why I kind of like, that's why I kind of put, um, you will never be happy on my hand. Mm-hmm. I think that I can always adjust that. There's no problem. It's fine.
0: It looks like it's fading already too. Like the, yeah, the, the first, the, the will.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I was warned that, you know, especially since Ryan and I are bartenders, I spend maybe a good portion of the night with my hand dipped in cleaning solution.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: So it goes. Sad face.
0: Anyway. So final thoughts on b Uh...
1: I wish there was a bit more less masculine perspective on it. That um, show me less nipples. It's not that funny, Rob. I promise. And give and make me get, smack down Super Beast of it now and again. I love a good Showboat character. My favorite superhero is Booster Gold. That's he basically is Booster Gold if he actually got laid all the time and there was no and there was no understanding of what makes that character funny. But um, fun stuff
0: yeah you just can't have an, an asshole character walk around all the time and not get like a little bit of comeuppance he mm-hmm. like, yeah. gets punched in the face a couple of times but it, yeah. does, it doesn't really mean anything
1: it, it works for a 10 minute short that you know that the big brutish bully gets punched in the face by a character the end that's funny mm-hmm. but if you want me to follow him as a 77 minute protagonist it's it you have to do some work buddy this felt like a first draft kind of movie
0: which is weird because it took him like three years to make it.
1: Mm. Well, it's animated. That probably took some time, too.
0: Well, true, but I mean, in, in between. I think he did Halloween in this time.
1: How was that? I've never seen a Rob Zombie movie, I think.
0: Um, they're Halloween 1 and 2, it's...
1: Sorry, Scout Taylor Thompson.
0: There's nothing wrong with the original 2. Mm-hmm. It did not need to be touched. I'm even. Uh, there needed to be no Halloween Resurrection. Uh huh. Like you could have ended it at like uh, the one with Paul Rudd. I think it's part six. Sure. Yeah. Because. Piranwheel uh, House. Yeah. Not H two O. I don't like H two O, and I don't like Resurrection. And um, uh, the the Rob Zombie ones aren't awful. Like the second <laughs> one's fucking bad. Like uh-huh. it's really not a good movie. There's like he tries to do like all these weird like. Metaphysical concepts where he has his like his wife of course plays uh, Michael Myers mother sure. and there's this weird Like moment that's throughout the second movie of her walking around in a dress like leading a white horse around what? It's really it's really bizarre. Okay. Yeah, like
1: phantasm bizarre.
0: Uh, no like it uh, Not Phantasm. was it also it was also carpenter that did
1: Halloween, two? Uh, oh, I'm trying about rob zombies
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Zombie did one and two. And oh, then they okay. were I thought you like
1: the original original.
0: No, the original, original, like one and two are amazing, like perfect films. Mm-hmm. Like you can like Halloween one ends and then Halloween two picks up like literally like the same night. If Donald So, presents. It is it's like a tale told over like a thirty-six hour period. Cool. And it's amazing. I can dig. You've never watched Halloween one and two, like seventies?
1: Oh I've seen the first one. Just not oh, two. just not the second one? I've only seen Halloween one and H two O.
0: Ah. Dude.
1: Yeah, I thought it had something to do with water. It didn't.
0: Yeah, Halloween wanted to agree. Yeah. yeah, H2O, please.
1: Yeah, doesn't she die like There's quite no away? water
0: anywhere in this movie.
1: <laughs> like, oh, bad writing, everybody.
0: Yeah, I don't know. What's Rob you been up to? Lately? Just that uh, other weird movie that I have sitting on the shelf. 31. What's that? It's uh, another 70s movie where carnival workers get kidnapped by lunatics and make them play a game where they have to survive in like a death pit for like 24 hours okay yeah
1: i did a lot of shrugging during this movie yeah i suppose that like most robs i feel off like a things. lot of
0: people do a lot of shrugging through his movies like house of thousand corpses and devil's rejects great
1: yeah i but heard devil's rejects is great
0: well they're both really good but they're very like visually like visceral like there's yeah. a lot of blood and guts and i didn't really pick up on it until i watched the original uh texas chainsaw massacre like two years ago it took me that long to watch the original so i haven't seen it it's pretty good but rob zombie is essentially doing like a harder edged remake in house of a thousand corpses okay like there's stuff that's like lifted like if you watched those two movies back to back back to back or even like months apart someone like you would be able to pick it apart and be like mm, you were obviously influenced or did mm-hmm. you steal that just like what was, the song? what was the song in uh, Super of Why'd you have to steal that from Carrie?
1: Uh huh. See, like that—that uh, that, that was, that was a case where the actual hanging a lampshade worked. I yeah. was like, okay, that's that's a funny song. Good job. Good job, hard and firm. Yeah, that's their songs
0: were really funny. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna songs go out the and limb and movie. say that, like they yeah that's what I was getting to that yeah. they're like the strongest point in this movie because the songs are like. They're, they're so cheeky and fun, and mm-hmm. they represent what I think the whole movie is trying to get across, that it's yeah. light, breezy, fun, not taking itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think those songs just encapsulate everything yeah. about that movie.
1: They, like They felt—they feel so tonally apart from the movie. I'm like, oh, clearly this is Chris Hardwick and Matt Furman who are smarter comedy writers mm-hmm. than Zombie has to be. So yeah. I'm like, oh, they, they're, they're doing something much char- more charming, much cheekier than yeah. what Rob Zombie's doing.
0: He's got the pre-existing relationship with uh, uh, Hardwick. uh so Hardwick was in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was during uh, his days when he was like an alcoholic. Mm. So it doesn't even look like him. He's like 50 pounds heavier, like a big beard, and, like shaggy hair, and he's wearing like a uh-huh. ski cap. It's I forget, really, like, it's really Car- uh,
1: Hardwick calls himself something different, right? It's like, it's like he's like Phil. Oh,
0: yeah, it. it's, uh, it's like his brother. Yeah, his That's fat he brother. He calls himself his <laughs> fat brother. I forget what it is. I haven't listened to Nerdist in a little bit, but he always made reference to it on that.
1: Tweet at us, Hardwick! Yeah. Come at us, Hardwick. Bring it. We'll make fun of you to your face.
0: No, I wouldn't do that. He's so charming. He seems so
1: sweet. I he just seem like a sweetie. I'm, like I'll if I ever like just end up by that thing, I'll be like, yo, Matt Myra what's up for that thing Of Joseph Gordon Love it, dude. Not fucking cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that at all.
1: Yeah, that'll make I'll just be like, fuck you, dude.
0: Yeah, that's not cool. Some things you shouldn't joke about, dude.
1: Yeah, not at someone's face.
0: Yeah, behind his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Or if you're gonna do that, say do something actually funny. Just don't say a mean thing.
0: Yeah mean-spirited humor. I like it sometimes. Listeners, uh, comedian Matt
1: Myra made fun of Joseph Gordon-Levitt for his brother dying.
0: Yeah, it's like, I gotta go back and listen to the episode. Maybe we'll like clip it in. Or Actually, no, (laughs) don't do that (laughs) because we're we're chieping on somebody else's. Nah, I don't want to do that. Just go go download Nerdist episode with Joseph Gordon-Levitt Returns. Mm -hmm. There it is. Hey! And you'll hear a weird little moment that I didn't like yes. anyway so we're done with Bisto
1: yep Wait, uh, Yep. So, yeah I guess so
0: yeah there's not really much more to say mm-hmm. um, I think you and I could have probably written some more like better some better jokes for this yeah no I, I always
1: hate being that guy but I'm like I bet I could have written something better than this yeah I
0: like I like the concept of it so much but mm-hmm. I, there's so many things I would just like Punch up and add to oh, it. Oh,
1: for sure! Like it's really You've got a Nazis, monsters, robots,
0: superheroes. There's like, a lot to love. There's a lot to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot that people won't like, but hey, if you're stoned and drunk or anything mm-hmm. like that, put this movie on. It's only a little bit over an yeah. hour, so it's fun. And
1: but. really, again, people like let me let me emphasize. This is another one of those movies where I'm the asshole. I don't like it because of me. That people, this, this is a perfectly fine thing, but I I do, I, I need more people. Movies like, need I, to be like my women. Demanding.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, dumb piece, though. So what okay. else we got? Um, there's not really much of a game we can do for this one. No, not really. I mean, it's just like we would do better. Yeah, just, that's just pretty kind much of it. it. We're confident enough. I, mean, I know
1: you don't like Sherry Moon Zombie, so. There's...
0: Nah, I would totally kick mm-hmm. her out. Papa's good, though. Paul Giamatti's good.
1: Yeah, no, the voice acting's great. voice acting's great. I, yeah, except for, I'm like, really, Rosario, what are you what are you doing? Yeah. Like, was that, was, oh, I, I would hate to be in that writer's room. We need like, someone
0: to play a stereotype.
1: Yeah, we need someone to be a really, really awkwardly heavy black ghetto voice. Get Isn't it funny because she's a stripper and she's trash? Get it? It's funny because she says shitty things because she wants to be black because she's a stripper. Get it? Get it? And I'm like, mm. yeah, Rob. I'm like, not fucking stupid. Got it, Rob. Jesus, oh, Jesus man, Christ. To be come on man, hands. Jesus, yeah, oh, I don't really get this. Come on, man. So did you watch anything fun this week? Um, saw Fate and the Furious, which I went at length about. Um, Did I see anything else good? Ryan, what did I see this week?
0: You said you saw Fate of the Furious, and you liked it quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the crap out of it. Thought it was better than Fast 7. Um, good. Yeah, uh, don't be don't be fooled by the trailers. People actually, no one was fooled was fooled by the trailers. I was fooled by the trailers. I so thought it was going to be a lesser movie, but yeah, it, was, it was great.
0: I'm kind of looking forward to see. It. It's my guilty pleasure series.
1: Mm-hmm. I think they they don't even need to be guilty pleasures. I think they are extraordinarily well made popcorn movies with shockingly good writing. It you need to be a very good writer to deliver exposition that smooth smoothly terrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That it it's good stuff. Okay. I anything else I was watching. I feel like there was something I want to bring up with you.
0: Hmm. I watched Phantom of the Paradise. It mm. was amazing. Expound. Well, 1974... Our favorite, De Palma. Mm. He's such a sleaze ball. This like this is so sleazy just De Palma things it. cast. But it's it's not sleazy in a Bisto way, it's just it's sleazy in like a slick way.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's an artist. He was really yeah. he's a very good director. Would you call
0: him like the, the king of sleaze for like mm-hmm. a decade or something? Yeah, he was a
1: really he he made he was his like erotic thrillers were his thing for a long time.
0: Yeah. Well this movie's like combining the German legend of Faust with the Phantom, Phantom of the of Opera. The opera. And it's great. There's like some really great musical numbers in it. There's some really fun characters. Mm-hmm. It's I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I w- tried watching it with the wife, and like 20 minutes in, she was like, "I'm done. This is a movie from the 70s. These songs, I don't get them." And I was like, "Well, fine. Fuck you. Go to bed. I'm gonna <laughs> watch this loudly, so you have to fall asleep to listening mm-hmm. to this band."
1: Which, Great songs. The yeah. Juicy Fruits. Great
0: songs. The Juicy Fruits. Mm-hmm. My favorite band in it was the one, uh, they're like the dead something or other, but they go on right before this uh, really flamboyant character called Beef, mm-hmm. which I find like this flamboyant, like glam rock guy whose name is Beef to just be hilarious. I
1: think I remember Beef now, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's this funny. a super
1: like Bowie-ish guy.
0: Yeah, it, but like he's got like this really like, a kind of like for the time... Probably it was okay, but at this point you have this like he's just like a stereotypical like gay character with like mm-hmm. a really heavy lisp. <laughs> I'm like I'm going to visit my mother in Cincinnati <laughs> and doing all this like really over the top shit. It's it's really charming. It's really fun. Um, I highly recommend anyone to go see this movie. It's
1: just, a great film. Yeah,
0: it's it's so fun. It's I, it's just like I a Rocky Horror-ish,
1: like a ridiculous yeah. musical about rock and roll and a huge influence on Edgar Wright for Scott Pilgrim.
0: Really? Yeah. He oh, went, that makes a lot of yeah, sense he, went now. The,
1: like, he would always say that my biggest influence on this is Phantom of the Paradise.
0: Really? I'm going to mm-hmm. watch that movie again with that in mind, because now I can I can pretty much see that. Yeah. Having those like, different bands who each have their own like certain flavor. Mm-hmm. Although every band, there's three bands in it, uh, the Juicy Fruits, the Dead Band, and then there's... Uh,
1: Phoenix as their solo act. Uh,
0: I don't think... I think it's the backup band for oh, Beef. Okay. All... Those three guys... Like, it's the same three guys for all three bands. Mm -hmm. Just different makeup and outfits and shit. It's so... Go watch this movie. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird to start, but if you like Rocky Horror, you'll like this. Word. Phantom of the Paradise. De Palma.
1: Sold. Beautiful movie. Um, see anything else good?
0: Uh, this week? Not really. I don't think I watched anything else. I watched that, like, last, last Monday. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Monday's like my movie day. I'm mm-hmm. trying to pack as much in as I can. Watch a little movie with the wife over eating dinner, and yeah.
1: I can dig it. Um I think I went on about Your Name last week. So. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I saw it again in the dub. Mm. It's fine. Okay. okay I I'm watched
0: like... Jurassic Park last week again. Still not a fan. The original?
1: Well, I know, honestly, I haven't seen it since
0: 1994. Dude, what's wrong with you?
1: It's I, I don't like dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, but it's so much more.
1: But yeah, but I just don't like dinosaurs. I've got on about record. the human interaction
0: with the dinosaurs. God it!
1: If it was still around, I would love to. I would direct you towards the episode of Jurassic World that I did for Daniel's old podcast, where I just come in and I'm like, "What the fuck was this? I hate dinosaurs. They're dead. I don't care." Like I got super, super like petulant about it. Just like fucking dinosaurs.
0: I was disappointed by Jurassic World. Yeah,
1: I don't think that's a good movie. I just straight up don't think it's a good movie.
0: It's, yeah, it's. Uh, mm.
1: Like structurally, it does not make any sense. That you don't bring up something only to never bring it up again. That's just bad writing.
0: Uh, and there's characters that mean nothing, like those two boys in that movie. Like yeah. you could lose those characters and not lose a thing with yeah. that movie. You
1: give it's called having a story arc. People, that if you introduce the kids, with the family problems, and the and the older boy has a weird thing of his girlfriend going on, you revisit that later at the movie so you tie it off a nice yeah. little pretty bow at the end. Scripts are machines, and if you have excess parts, you get rid of them.
0: I think the only reason that they were in that movie is because in the original movie there were two kids. children yeah. and that's a that's a Spielberg thing mm-hmm. like let's put kids in so there's the gateway into the movie. Yeah. He knows what I he's mean, doing. He, he <laughs> knows. Not I think it's is it Colin Trevor or Trevor? It's like
1: Tomorrow with Colin Trevor T. in it. Colin T. Mhm.
0: Uh, yeah, I it, it's a pretty movie. It's light, bright. Yeah. It's certainly fun. I saw it opening weekend because I took my younger cousin with me to go see it because she was a big Jurassic Park fan when she was little. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll pick you up. I'll take you to go see it. We saw it. She loved it. And I came out and I was like, C minus. <laughs> That's all I said. C minus.
1: Yeah. So like, I'm trying to think, like, you know what would have been a really good way to fix that? And also one of my other glaring problems with the movie, it's that, I think that the protagonist should have been Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant. The one
0: who dies horribly for no reason. No, the reason is she lost those damn kids.
1: Well, that was the kids' fault. They stuck away, didn't they?
0: She should be more attentive to those goddamn children See, you know what
1: been a better story in that movie that woman freaking out because she lost her boss's nephew and niece in the middle of a dinosaur crisis and it's all about her trying to get the kids just back. make it a
0: really small personal story
1: yeah or i mean you incorporate all the bits but you make her the main character it's all about her journey about how she gets these kids back and that's the whole thing and maybe the teenage boy has a crush on her because she's a hot brunette and you tie it together you don't just leave out pieces
0: hmm Colin See, this is why you, think this is why, about you should, I think. this is why I think you should go back and revisit Jurassic Park, the first one, because I don't wanna... you, you should. It's, it's again. This is like I know you don't like dinosaurs. You said, <laughs> but every like there's a, quite a few like bigger characters in it, and everyone has like a role. Everyone mm-hmm. has an arc, and it's great. The kids aren't annoying because it's it's kind of difficult to put kids yeah. in a movie and not have them come off as like precocious and stupid yeah. and annoying and. It, Phantasm. Yeah, like these kids are are like. Interesting, except for like the end uh, the end part with the girl kind of annoyed me. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not a computer nerd, I'm a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's 1993. We get I, it. I get you want to throw around the term hacker, and then she somehow is able to hack into Jurassic Park's systems mm-hmm. when Sam Jackson couldn't even fucking do it. Yeah, something Sam about, Jackson you know, can do whatever hacking. the hell
1: he wants. Hollywood will never understand it, apparently.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just, just this kind of movie magical called thing. Hackers.
1: Hackers. Hackers. Wait, wasn't that already a movie? Sorry, yeah. yeah.
0: It was like a. Angel Lee I think.
1: and some random guy.
0: Yeah, so that sounds right. It's
1: probably some big star I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't, it, I don't care about the right. movie.
1: Fuck Any that, movie first. news besides, well, <laughs> the obvious big one? Uh,
0: other than the obvious big one, well, there's two obvious big ones. Well,
1: so, well one is Star Wars trailer. What's yep. number two?
0: Uh, finally, casting of uh, Cable. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Um, we didn't even get to you know, talk honestly, about it. Honestly, I'd love
1: to ask you about that because I've never been an X Men guy. I know very little about Cable other than the fact that he's very stoic. Is there and is so it's the straight man really to even, Deadpool? That's yeah, I've never really been much. I've never read a Cable comic, and is this good news, Ryan? Because I'm like, I'm sure he'll bounce off well. With Reynolds. That's
0: pr- that's pretty much what what they need. Like, you need to have like a straight man to go on this adventure with him and have him be like Cable's. What are they? the title I would give him is like an ultimate badass okay so you're gonna have him and he's just gonna play straight guy too why is his name Cable? I don't know it's just his name
1: is that what he steals to like enjoy why, why is your
0: name Gabriel?
1: cause my parents really liked Gabriel Garcia Marquez oh okay. I thought his name was Nathan
0: Yeah, Nathan Summers?
1: yeah but why is, why is he Cable? I don't know what were what, what his powers?
0: well how many <laughs> Wolverines have like three claws?
1: all of them? I have no idea yeah
0: I don't know. It's X-Men names, dude. I don't know. Well, you but they usually own...
1: adapt something. Why is Domino called Domino?
0: Because of the a makeup? reason.
1: Oh, that's is it why? it's it? Black and white? I,
0: I'm, I'm just it. guessing, just visually. Like, sure. Black and white makeup is what okay. it looks like. Yeah.
1: But normally there's a reason, like Cyclops. Well, that's, that's, uh, I guess. Psylocke? Yeah, I guess those names don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Jean Grey?
0: Jean Grey? She's not even grey. She's a redhead.
1: Yeah. Wasn't she Marvel Woman for a little while? Or Marvel uh, Girl?
0: Miss Marvel.
1: Miss Marvel. She, she was Miss Marvel? Or she was Marvel Girl.
0: She might have, actually, I think you're right. Maybe it was Marvel Girl. Eh, I'm behind on my X-Men knowledge. Yeah.
1: My favorite X-Men scene, maybe of Jean Grey, is always in, a. I think it was in Ultimate Spider-Man, where um, Peter meets uh, the, the X-Men, and like he has like, this little moment of like, Jean Grey, where she's like, you're a nice guy, Peter. He's like, what? How do you know my name? He's like, because I'm a psychic. He's like, oh, okay. Well, it's nice to meet you, too. What do you think I'm so nice? She says, oh, it's because you haven't pictured me naked yet like, six panels of him just, like, blank-faced. And she's like, now you're doing it. It's like, now I'm doing it.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Uh... Bendis! Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Uh, so yeah, move on. What do you think about the Star Wars trailer?
1: Um, to be honest, a little underwhelmed. But then again, I'm just, uh... There's, there's not a lot in the trailer. It's a teaser. It, 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 it just is what it is, and it's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Maybe the one thing that I'm a little bummed out about it is that the only thing we see of Finn is he's still passed out. Yeah. And Finn was by far my favorite character in Force Awakens.
0: I have to send you a video that'll piss you off, but uh-huh. uh a website. Is I've it one used...
1: of these Red Pill videos? Red Pill? Oh, I heard. So, um, the alt-right, they'll always drop off one of these terrible videos. this thing going on, on YouTube right now. Where it's called a red pill video, where they'll drop a bunch of really, really ugly statistics just to prove their point that whites are was superior. Like,
0: are they like trying to take a Matrix line? Is that what this? is? Yeah, because oh. it's like
1: open your eyes, people. Obviously, blacks in the world are inferior.
0: Anyone who tells me to open my eyes or mm-hmm. says the word sheep,le oh, it immediately yep, becomes someone you don't listen to.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. And they're so persuasive. Somebody. No, it's um. Somebody was like, actually. The Hans Zimmer music over the Superman trailer fits perfectly over the new Star Wars trailer. Does it really? It's funny. It's I don't think it's, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. But, because it's, it's there's certain lines in it that are, like, you're like, oh, okay, that does match up pretty well. But it's like putting on stupid Pink Floyd to sure. Wizard of Oz. And you're like, oh, okay, that's incidental. Oh, it's incidental. like that
1: fucking thing that I hate so much. Um, in the newest Transformers trailer, where they put that weird acoustic version of Do You Realize by the Flaming Lips, except that doesn't fucking apply at all.
0: Do it doesn't make any sense.
1: Did you have the most beautiful face? Who? Optimus? The Child? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg?
0: Mark Wahlberg. Could be Wahlberg. Could be Marky Mark. He has a pretty face. It would be better if they used his version of Wild Side for that. See, that
1: would have been great!
0: That would have been awesome.
1: I really enjoyed like, that Like, really voice.
0: slick and cool. He
1: has some Funky Bunch. Yeah. I see, I would have really got behind that. But, um, uh... I forget who did it. I think it was either, uh... Ever from a Painting or a writer. They talk about, like, temp tracks and how they're killing the audio... Like, the soundtrack company. Soundtrack industry that I'm pretty sure they must have made that trailer, cut it to the Man of Steel music, and then just made their own music. Hmm. Temp that. tracks. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's kind I of a don't bummer. Like that.
0: What about that last line that uh, Skywalker's got? It's like, the Jedi must come to an end. Whatever he's saying. I
1: can see that, that you know, say you're super burnt out on the Jedi because you fucked up, because you wrote a last out with the Jedi and you fucked up.
0: But does this mean, like, he's like, like, I guess this will be answered in eight months, but, like, mm-hmm. in your estimation, is it, like, hey, we're... Jedi's done. Je- Jedi's are done. Now we're going to start a new thing.
1: I can see that's what's ultimately going to happen. You know, I'm kind of... Con- like, he's going to be in episode nine. So like, we're they're going to be Jedi, but this.
0: just called something else.
1: Maybe. I could see that. Like, I the don't Sith know.
0: are now just going to be, like, the Knights of Ren. For and me- we're going to be, like, the Knights of Walking the Skies.
1: <laughs> sky
0: Dancers. The Sky Dancers. Um,
1: I don't know. I, I I kind of have that kind of hesitant mindset that I hope they don't do that, because um, it reminds me of my terrible days of reading fan fiction and such. Mm-hmm. That the thing I hate the most about fan fiction, especially if it's speculative fan fiction, it's when people come up with new names for worlds like 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 for uh, Final Fantasy or Star Wars, because these names are almost universally terrible. That mm-hmm. even the regular names are stupid. If you have never heard of Hans, oh actually Han Solo is a cool ass name. Yeah. But then I remember reading this terrible. This was maybe two thousand and fuck seven or eight. Whenever Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children came out, That was a big Final Fantasy guy.
0: Got me on that one.
1: But um, uh, I remember reading this message board post where someone's like, "Oh man, my version of Final Fantasy Seven sequel is so much better." First of all, there's this character. His name is Sickle, and I'm like, "You came off that name out of your asshole. That's a stupid name." Sicklack? Something like that. It was something stupid. Hmm. But I think that when you're trying to come up with fake names for a media that's not yours, it always Universe like ends up dumb. I trust um, uh, Ryan Johnson, but I feel that when it comes to a huge tentpole franchise, they're not gonna go too far. But maybe something new will come of it. Let's be like, the new Jedi, the I'dedge.
0: So we'll have a uh, the Knights the,
1: of Rey. We'll have
0: new mutants and new Jedi opening against each other. Sure. In five years from now. Oh really? No, I'm just <laughs> speculating. I'm like, wait, what? All right. Um, I, I'm just I'm happy it's Ryan Johnson doing it. Yeah. I trust him.
1: Like, I'm yeah, I trust that man with life like my life. I just, I didn't really like Brothers Bloom, did you?
0: I that's the one I didn't see. It's okay. Yeah, I, I love Brick. Yeah. I love it to death. Mm-hmm. I love Looper.
1: Yeah, I love both of those movies of everything that I am. i mean, and also all of his episodes of Breaking Bad, incredible. He's an extremely skilled director. But I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm a little worried it's gonna be a little more brothers bloom, which was him kinda overreaching his grasp. Okay. I'm glad he tried just wasn't good. Well, cool. there's
0: there's many other adults in the room mm-hmm. if you're making a Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah, they don't let anyone have like full power anymore.
0: Yeah. But you got to do some script stuff and I'm sure his, like his visual style is going to translate wonderfully.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm certain. I just I just want more Finn, you know? I just love that fucking guy.
0: Yeah, I I thought that was a really brilliant bait and switch with Mm -hmm. that last year like oh cool we got this uh, Stormtrooper guy and uh, he defected and I guess he's going to be the new Jedi Mm -hmm. last thing is him holding a lightsaber and you're like oh word cool and then it's like nope it's the chick
1: Mm -hmm. that's just one of those moments that filled me like, like, even though you could predict everything happening in Force Awakens was going to happen next it still brought you joy that you know like Finn goes for the sword fight, it's gonna be a showdown. Then he gets cut down. I'm like of course he does. And then Kylo Ren reaches for the lightsaber and then goes past his face right into Rey's hand. And even though you knew that's exactly what's gonna happen, it still sent shivers up your spine. To me. I was like, oh my god, I love it.
0: Yeah, my uh, favorite moment was the. Uh, we need a ship. Not that one, it's a piece of junk. And you're like, oh, I know what that ship uh-huh. is. And then it blows up. I'm like, yeah, hey, I guess surprise. we're taking the uh, the, the, the junk. And, uh, as soon as you see it, oh, yeah, yeah, giant, yeah. giant nerd boners. Yeah.
1: Uh, I love The Force Awakens. Yeah, Should I'm rewatch watch that?
0: Yeah, I might have to do that immediately. Oh, it's off. so good. <laughs> it makes me such joy. <laughs>
1: Let's see, any uh, other movie news?
0: I don't think so. The, the only thing with like, Star Wars that I saw was uh, he got advice from the J.J.'s team from Force Awakens mm-hmm. and the piece of advice was you can never have too much BB-8. She's <laughs> so he's like, alright, so his thing is he's like, yeah, BB-8's kind of like the Buster Keaton of this movie. Sure, so I like that. That'll be something that happens. That'll be fun. I'm just excited to get more Star Wars stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Aren't we all? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, Ryan, what's uh, what's the plan for next week? Uh,
0: I think you're up.
1: I am up, aren't I?
0: Because it's, it's Europe, and then it's guest, guest mm. time.
1: Oh, man, I can't wait to do Streets of Fire.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, like, there's been a couple nights where, like, I have Amazon Prime up, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'll wait, I'll wait, <laughs> I'll wait.
1: <laughs> oh, so excited. Yeah. But next week we are going to be doing Wetlands, finally. And finally. I'm so excited to do it. I love this movie so, so, so much. It is such a good movie. Um, it is a, what, 2000 and... 13 german film wow that's a low review on imdb it's low low score
0: oh don't don't bury the lead
1: <laughs> it's directed by david winent and it's a very fun movie i feel that it's visually exciting it's beautiful is this
0: another like two and a half hour one it might be yeah
1: no it's 109 minutes
0: 109 okay
1: yeah, hour 50 ish yeah not too bad I'll take it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's very visually exciting, and it's 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 tight. It doesn't do a lot of fucking around, and it's gross, and it's unpleasant, and it's fun.
0: Okay. So...
1: Actually, it's so pleasant. It's not not
0: unpleasant. But it's just enjoyed. a little...
1: Yeah. yeah. It gets... It, a little different. Yeah, there's a lot of bodily fluids in it that you don't normally see. A lot of, like, weird stuff. It's not that graphic for how gross it is. It's a very, very smart movie.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Yay! Yeah. So we'll do that, Streets of Fire, and then... It, Nothing, you know. how do we I guess that because that's Streets right of Fire is right? kind of my pick
1: um yeah whatever let's double down on you yeah we'll, we'll, we'll be, talk we'll about, about it that. we'll
0: talk about it see what happens I mean okay. let's you know what let's do Streets of Fire and since that's like guest thing yes let's you and I try and like decide you to do something oh let's, like, do, let's,
1: let's do something that neither of us has seen let's yeah. do something kind of random that I do want to do more and more kind of schlocky gems yeah let's do one of those Let's like find out what's coming out of Shout Factory. Let's let's see what's coming out soon and new that we can review for you guys that you haven't seen and want to see. Cool. It'll be good.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for it. Alright, so we got the next few weeks planned out, so mm-hmm. I think that'll do it.
1: Okay. All right. So um guys, make sure you check out our what's it called? Our website, which is sex and violence. That's the word ant.space. dot space. Follow us on the Instagram, sex and violence pod. Ryan, we're already we with the Twitter.
0: With the Twitter. Um yeah, give me a minute.
1: <laughs> We're going to be on Stitcher, I think, soon as well. So you can find us on there. Clearly, you found us on iTunes. Sex plus violence. you got to find us that way. Yep. And um, please subscribe. Find the like, Go to us. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, give us a review. That would be great. Um,
0: if we get to a certain amount of subscribers, mm-hmm. I'll make a t-shirt.
1: Oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, wait, let's also give them some other random... Okay. If, we get, if you would give us a bunch of reviews... Um, we will, let's see, I will do an entire, uh, admission of love to you, I'll just write this long thing, just like a classic 90s, like, let's see, username 543, I don't know how I didn't notice, but you were always the one. And Ryan, will you do? You give him him a rap?
0: Uh, you know what, if you, you can pick one person to... Pick mm-hmm. out and do your love to. Okay. I'm going to pick one person out, and I'll, I'm going to make a custom t-shirt.
1: Okay, great.
0: Custom sex and violence t-shirt. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll put kisses on.
1: Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, kisses. So please review us and subscribe and tell us everything. Um, message us. Really, just come at us any which way you want. We're ready for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: recommendations, reviews, anything like you that. You want to be a guest. But be nice. If you give me a one star, you're not getting your fucking t-shirt.
1: If you give me a one star, honestly... That's fine, as long as you make other people review it. I think as long as you get plenty of reviews, people um, will will go up them charts. Yeah. I want to do a live show.
0: Yeah, me too. That'd be great. Kiss
1: babies. Kiss babies. That's what I
0: call your boobies. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's wrap this up. For Sex and Violence, I am Ryan Snyder.
1: I'm Gabriel Mara. We'll
0: see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.